Yeah, maybe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Right Wing Vegan Podcast. I'm Scott, and I am sitting here in the compound, just reading the news and, you know, just, just, ah, overload. My goodness. You know, excuse me. Never have I ever, maybe I have, and I just have never realized it, but right now I am just noticing how much you have all of these different news agencies, okay? They're all reporting on the same exact thing, and it's almost like a copy-paste job. I swear it's a copy-paste job. I mean, you see Reuters, HuffPost, Axios, uh, just just all of them, just copy-paste. It's the same story. I feel like they've been reporting on the same story for weeks now, at least for, for, for over a week. That's for sure, right? It's the same story just over and over and over again. And all of these smart in quotation marks, people talking about the same freaking thing. And it just gets so old. It gets so old because it's just such like angled BS. Like, they've taken this news story, this one news story, and they've molded it and shaped it and and turned it to be exactly what they want it to be for them to get exactly what they want. The divisiveness in this country is at such a boiling point, man. It's at such a boiling point. People from the left are yelling. People from the right are yelling. The left's going to get what they want. Corporations are like, take it over. This is a scary time, man. And I'm not trying to get... I'm not trying to get anybody's blood going, okay? That's the last thing I want. But I'm also going to be honest to you guys. I'm going to tell you I'm not, like, happy or thrilled about anything that's going on. So let's get into some of this. And look, this isn't, like, great, right? I mean, we know that. But if you like the show, if you like my work, if you like what I do, please like, subscribe, share, all of the things. We haven't been taken down yet, I don't think. So we're still up. I still am on Twitter. I'm not on Parlor anymore. Gosh, rest in peace, Parlor. Maybe if they come back, I will be. But right now, I'm not. So probably the biggest story worth discussing is that federal prosecutors are now debating on whether or not they can charge, I, th- I think, everyone. I think everyone is the plan, at least anyone, who was inside the Capitol building with murder. Just stop and think about that for a second. Anyone who was inside the Capitol building. No one is happy that anyone died at the Capitol building. I mean, at least let's just say this. No one sane and reasonable is happy that anyone died at the Capitol building, okay? Let's just let's be honest. And this police officer dying, this Capitol police officer, is, is a tragedy. It's, a, it's an absolute tragedy. It's awful. And the individuals who committed the murder should be jailed. They should be charged with murder, and they should face the penalties for that. Just like the individual who murdered David Dorn, 
just like the individuals who who murder anybody. <clears throat> At the very least, we want to see an investigation, and we want the investigation to play out. And whatever outcome comes from the investigation, that's that's fine. That's the outcome. And debate it, fight it in court. You know? That's what should happen. But you can't take 300 people, many of which were just there to wave flags and sing songs and, you know, protest, which they're allowed to do constitutionally. You can't just charge those people with murder. You also can't charge people who... You can't just say, oh, you were there, so you're complicit. That's murder. No. That's, that's not how that works, okay? In some instances, that is how it works. All right? I mean, you can, you can think of examples in, in the real world where that is, in fact, a... Um, that is, in fact, a real-life thing, okay? Now, you can think of that. Uh, for instance, if I'm robbing a bank with my friends and someone dies because I'm robbing the bank with my friends armed, then I bear a little bit of responsibility for that because I was breaking the law, and my breaking the law led to their death. Now, that's what they're saying here with the Capitol building. But in many cases, we're seeing videos where officers were allowing these people to enter the Capitol building. So the debate exists right there. Were these people, did these people break into the Capitol building or were they ushered into the Capitol building by police officers, thus being invited in? The debate's there. But you can't just go full ham and charge these folks with murder. Maybe trespassing, maybe disorderly conduct, maybe something along those lines. But random people who just happen to be there protesting and waving flags and singing songs, I don't know how you charge those people with murder. That's where I'm I'm confused. Okay? I don't know. Now... Outside of this, it's ridiculous. And I don't, I don't think it'll work. I don't think they'll get away with it. They might try to do it. And I don't think they will. Like, I think there's a lot of talk right now. But I think it's just talk, right? I don't think it's... They're not. I don't think they're legitimately going to charge all of these people with murder. I think they're talking about it. I think there's talk, but I don't think it's, it's going to happen. But... Now you have like what led these people to to go to this event in the first place? Well, they thought the election wasn't on the up and up. And the easy solution, again, I have said this multiple times, the easy solution to dealing with these these thoughts and fears around the election is to investigate them, is to to look at what was being presented. Don't just say there's no evidence. Because that's not true. And then just wipe it all away. You you look a lot more suspicious 
when you try to hide it than you do when you investigate it, right? You investigate it, and if you really want honestly, then you, you won't find anything. If you do, if you cover it all up, you try to rush through the process, you tell everybody who has looked at the evidence that they're crazy, and then you immediately erase the conversation after the events of the Capitol, you look even more suspicious. That's just reality, right? If you want this to go away, the way you make it go away is you appease the folks who are saying it. There are enough of them that it needs to be addressed. Otherwise, you are creating a fissure in the country. Half and half. That, I assure you, is the last thing we want. We do not want a fissure in the country. We do not want half of the country thinking that they were alienated. I've said this multiple times. It remains true right now. Right now, you have half of the country that feels alienated, that feels like their grievances weren't heard, that feels like the system isn't giving them justice and they are going outside the system to seek justice. If you want unity and you want peace, you have to quell these fires. You do not quell these fires by threatening to throw all of them in jail, by threatening to, to throw out congressmen, by taking these aggressive acts. You are not quelling the violence. You're amplifying it. And that is just the truth. You can't point the finger at Trump and say Donald Trump is responsible for all of this and then do things that amplify this, thus being in char responsible for it yourself. Everyone should take a part of the blame. Left, right, center, all of them. Media. All of them. They all bear a, uh, some of the blame because we've amplified these 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 issues. We've we've stoked these flames as far as hard as we can. It's not just Trump. It's so easy to just say, oh, it's Trump. Trump gave a speech. But if you don't look deeper than that, you're never going to solve the real problem. That's what we should seek. We should seek to solve the problems. And that's where we're at. So I don't know what, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not some genius who has the answers to everything. I just know the last thing that's going to help people unify is to come out and say, you know, that all of them are evil regardless. All of them are racist regardless, and we need to wipe them all out or silence them or take their rights away. That's not going to do anything good. That's not going to serve any great purpose. When Facebook comes out and bans and removes anything that says stop the steal or related to stop the steal, that's not going to take tensions down. It's only going to amplify them with the individual's who belong to Stop the Steal, who believe that the election was messed with. And not only that, you are now covering it up. That's how it looks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. This is how it looks. It looks like they are using the violence on the Capitol to just cover all this up. And by banning and removing everything that talks about it, that's theoretically what you're doing. So the question we'll never know. 
You know, we're never going to know how on the up and up this election was because they've silenced anyone who would speak out against it and they've quashed anything that was ever written about it. It's completely been erased and the conversation has been so dominated now by what happened on the Capitol, what caused what happened on the Capitol, orange man so bad, that we are never going to get back to talking about was this election on the up and up. And those people's fears and concerns are never going to be alleviated. And to be completely honest with you, maybe, maybe that is what one side wants because you've you've fractured the Republican Party now so deep, I'm not certain they're ever going to win another election again. Now, if the Democrats were smart, they would back off. They would back off. They're going too hard, too fast. You need to back off. Because one thing you will do is you will reunify the right if you keep this up. Eventually, people are going to get to a point where they think this is not worth the anger that I have towards the right. I need to make sure that these Democrats do not get elected. If you're a Democrat right now, you should be sitting back. Don't be pushing these crazy things. Don't be trying to have everybody arrested. Don't talk. Don't, you know, introduce legislation that attempts to destroy the Electoral College. Don't. Don't do that, because when you do, you're going to reunify a broken right. So unless that's your goal, you shouldn't want to do that. You should hang back and let the right hang itself. I'm somebody who is part of the right, and I'm, I'm basically giving you free advice here. This is how you do it. You hang back. You've done your damage. Hang back. Let it fester. But instead, no, no, no. They're pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually this fractured right wing that's really mad at Republicans, especially establishment Republicans, is going to come back to the hen house because the, the hen house, because the house is on fire. They got to leave. And the only place they can go is back to the hen house outside. All I know is all this talk about starting a new party has quieted down quite a bit. Now, maybe that's because I can't hear anybody talk about it because they've all been purged. But that's just the truth. So if they keep pushing and they keep pushing and they keep pushing, I mean, I think they're going to they're going to reunify the right. And maybe we can win another election, but I don't know. I don't know. There are all these flyers going around, too, by the way, of, of these. And this is the news today. It's dominating the news cycle. I've heard it like six times that there are all these pro- armed protests at every capital and, and downtown. And from what I've from what I've gathered, OK, and what I've heard, no right wing group is aware of these. They have no idea what they are. They didn't organize them. So this definitely feels like a setup. If you're planning on attending any of these, don't stay home. Do not go because it's a setup. When you read the poster, the word capital is misspelled too, by the way, which is hilarious. But do not go. Okay, just stay home. You don't need to arm yourself and go to the Capitol. That's a really stupid thing to do. Don't do it. Don't be a stupid. Do not do that. You know what they are trying to do. Stay home. Do not give the left any more ammunition to use against Trump supporters. Should you fight for what you believe in? Absolutely. But do it in a legal way. Don't be a dumb. Don't be a stupid. Facebook also banned Ron Paul, which is weird. Ron Paul's not really a big Trump fan. 
Ron Paul's just an old guy who wants liberty and freedom. Why would you ban him? What crazy thing has Ron Paul ever said? When you ban somebody like Ron Paul, you are giving the impression that you are just outright banning anybody who's ever felt conservative. I don't even think I can call Ron Paul conservative. He's libertarian. Why would you ban somebody who just wants freedom and liberty? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with wanting freedom and liberty? There's nothing wrong with that. We all want... Here's here's a newsflash. We all want freedom and liberty. We all want to be free and we all want to be able to live life the way that we want to do it in a fair manner. You need, a, you need laws, sure, but the government should stay out. The big corporations aren't helping. Antitrust laws are basically in the garbage can at this point. Big corporations are just walking all over the consumers. Eliminating their competition. and They're all banding together to do it. It's not just so crazy. But this is, this is what you get. Look, when you have one party rule, what else can you expect? You can't expect anything less. Right? That's it. This is what you're going to get with one party rule. This is what you're going to get when corporations have too much power. And I got to tell you, the right has been on the side of businesses should be able to do what they want. Well, I think a lot of people on the right are rethinking their stance on that. There comes to a point where wealth, you know, you, you just have too much power when you're rich. And I don't know how you combat that, but that's something we need to look into. Rich people shouldn't be able to buy politicians, but they do. I just want to take a moment on this podcast at the end of it to call out uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I want to shout her out. Uh, she's been um, bright, and she's also been a spot where she's just talking common sense. You know, she's just saying things that make sense. You know, she's she's right before she left office, she tried to you know she introduced these bills. They're never going to go anywhere, but they were bills that were just common sense bills, made all the sense in the world. And, you know, I, Tulsi has just, in my opinion, you know, I don't agree with her on everything. Absolutely. No, she's a big Bernie supporter and she supports uh, some candidates that are running who were who were Bernie supporters, particularly one in Ohio that I think is kind of a joke. But I got to say this about Tulsi Gabbard. She just speaks from the heart and everything she says makes a lot of sense. And I yearn for a politician. I yearn for leadership who puts the people first and, and thinks the way that she kind of thinks and doesn't really care what the party thinks about her and bucks those lines and, and, and kind of does, does what she thinks is right. That I yearn for that. I think a lot of people yearn for that. So uh, if Tulsi keeps that up, I mean, she would be a great candidate to unify uh, in 2024. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say it. Anyways, I want to thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Please like and subscribe and do all of the things. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk about something else. Maybe I'll talk about Wonder Woman 84 or something. I don't know. But we'll see you guys next time.